you're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through. <laughs> July the 9th, it was 2022. Good afternoon, everybody, and good morning. Boy, one episode 114, and we still look pretty good. I'm looking at us here on this on this Zoom, and we, we still look like attractive men. How are you guys? I'm good. But I've I, got feel, I, feel, I feel <laughs> I feel less attractive than I did at the end of episode one. I'm just I'm older and, and road worn, you know, that kind of thing. But I am, you know, in these in the past 113 episodes, I feel like I have grown as a as a podcaster. <laughs> I was I went out I went out last Good night. Good for you. With, I went out last night with some friends of ours and they um because you guys didn't call we didn't go get margaritas. But uh so Sorry. we went out to uh to a couple places and we're just, you know, talking shit and you know, these, these folks are having a good time and buying. Do I buying, know them? Yes. Buying okay. drinks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I just let it slip, you know? Oh yeah. I've got a, I've got a podcast. You've got a podcast. I'm like, yeah, oh, you shit. didn't know. You didn't know I've got a podcast <laughs> and you know, it's been uh, all in all the papers. I know. <laughs> and, and I said, well, you know, the reason we can't tell anybody is because, you know, all these reasons we've got to keep it secret and can't promote it or anything, but. Um, yeah, you know what? And the, the thing is, people are floored that we have found things to talk about for 113 episodes. And I'm like, well, yeah, maybe some are a little better than others, but uh, we, we completed the task. And um, the people that listen to us, you know, kind of go for the, you know, not only the intellectual content that we offer, but also the, uh, you know, kind of homespun friendly here's three guys talking about stuff and it makes them kind of makes them feel like they're uh they got some pals out there so i want to i want to reach out to all our listeners you know our, our patreon supporters yeah, and our family and friends and strangers and bots and all that kind of stuff welcome back well i i appreciate you i i remember when we started it, i had a sense of performance in this like like if there was dead space or something i'd be like oh my god oh my god it's a show and it's a, and i so trust us now it just you push record and and i know there's going to be something to talk about and we get through and can you imagine if we spent the week like writing down things you know here's what i heard from this from politico you know we had like topics and things and maybe you know we'd maybe we'd have a little more stuff but yeah you're right. Or I mean, we could I just, always. I just, just turn it on. What the hell? Or we could always just default to the old standard of throwing it out a good old penis joke. You know. Well, yeah, it's that's true. I we mean, gotta, that's, gotta, that's, that's, you know, us? that'll save you every time. You know, with yeah, just go right air. for the bottom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Speaking oh. of penis jokes, we <laughs> <laughs> we're starting we, off at the bottom. So, <laughs> John, this week. Uh, Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh went to Morton's and all the picketers showed up out front and he was so enraged that he left his meal before dessert was served. And people are just, you know, like, oh, you you're protesting a Supreme Court justice and, you know, he's not getting to enjoy his dessert at Morton's. And then other people are like, well, fuck that guy. Well, you know, there's no no constitutional right to dessert. No, you know, I mean, he can besides the cream on that. The cream brulee wasn't that good anyway. So I, I, 
I didn't, I wouldn't rave about it. He didn't miss you know, that. Morton's is one of those weird restaurants where like some things are really good. Other things are, mm, and the whole experience kind of makes you wish you were somewhere else. Yeah. You know, I don't was like paying $7. Here? No, no, no. He's, he's in DC, Maryland. No, area. I know, but I thought maybe he was here. Okay. No, no. Wow, but, man. Yeah. So I think those, um, I've been listening to a lot of other podcasts and reading about the Supreme court and, and all that stuff. And I was talking to a, extremely conservative pro pro forced birth friend of mine who you know doesn't listen to the podcast and he uh he and i we have figured out how to talk about politics and religion because we're polar opposites but still you know i've been i've been friends with him since elementary school right one of those guys and um you know the thing is i think the supreme court has overstepped its boundaries and he was like oh you know well the abortion thing and you whatever and i'm like no i don't think that the supreme court is supposed to make the final decision about stuff and they were talking about how you know andrew jackson and thomas jefferson and abraham lincoln did all this stuff to the supreme court you know because they are they're supposed to be equal bodies like the the judicial branch the executive branch and the, yeah and the other branch and so somewhere along the way, like maybe in the 50s or 70s or whatever, the Supreme Court started saying, you know, we are the final word when it comes to the Constitution. And we have become a more litigious society like, you know, maybe Thomas Jefferson's time. They didn't sue all the time because there's only one lawyer in the whole state. I don't know. But, um, you know, <laughs> to for for the Supreme Court to pass laws based on you know their opinions or you know whatever the hell they do that's kind of not how america really worked up until recently and so i think yeah. that i think those guys need a need a wake-up call from real americans whoever the hell r- real americans are and yeah maybe they ought to think about shit you know if i if i just make some right-wing christian facing crazy ass decision and you know whatever that yeah, people might not let me finish my dessert at a Morton's. I mean, it'll blow over and there'll be some other thing and they won't care after a while. I mean, how long are you going to stand out in front of Amy Coney Barrett's house? But, um, you know, yeah, they need to know that uh, most of the people think they suck. And I, and I was also reading that Republicans are kind of always in the minority. And that's why they do this crooked shit to stay in power, because if you just voted, they'd lose. And the right. problem is none of us vote. So that's my message to our listeners. Get out there and vote. I don't care who you vote for. Just vote. If we had 90% of people that voted, then that would be the will of the people. Well, I got to yeah. I got to say something cuz I mean, I I've, I've heard this same kind of discussion from my conservative friends. But I think when when with what I've understood about the whole abortion thing was that they're not saying they're just saying you don't have a constitutional right to this because it wasn't ratified in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, listen, we're just saying, you know, you can't do this. You can't you can't you know, this is not a law. You can't make the, you know, whatever, because, yeah, you know, there's no constitutional right that says you have that. And that's what they were. You know, people have been ragging on not only the, the mostly the Democrats. Well, if you, you know, why didn't you ratify this in the last 40 years or 50 years that it's been, right. you know. You know, and I and I understand that, you know, but I think what bothers me is that the timing of it all is done to it's politicized. Yeah, that to for, to to win support and votes and all that stuff. It isn't about, oh, you know, 10 years ago, it's a shame that this abortion thing was, you know, wasn't 
wasn't thrown out because it's just not constitutional. There wasn't that, you know, that was not the will of the people were, 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 you know, they were listening to, to what people wanted. Like you said, I think, you know, I don't know what the percentages of people that are pro pro uh, abortion and as opposed to pro birth, but you know, it's just, you know, what it has become is political. And I don't know when that happened. I mean, I think there was always, you know, they always said this guy was a conservative judge or a liberal judge. And I don't understand because once you say that, right, then to me, they've lost their ability to be a judge because isn't a judge not to be conservative or liberal. It's supposed to be interpretive. And that's what, yeah, you know, and supposedly that's what, what's his name? Clarence Thomas says, right. You know, cause he keeps saying, well, listen, we're not here to, you know, he's, he's, well, he, he says, he says that. And then he also says, I want to serve in the Supreme court for 43 years to make liberals lives miserable. So, I mean, that's kind of a political thing. And I, and he I said think, that, yeah, I, I'm, I'm firing up my other computer so I can look up things, but the, um, you know, the, he's, he's kind of a dick and right. his, his wife is a nut job. And remember the whole Anita Hill thing. I mean, he's not a great, example of you know american justice and what's what's interesting is like the you listen to people saying oh you know roberts has lost control of the court so you know roberts is maybe the senior guy on the supreme court and he he believes in doing things in stages like you know if you want to overturn roe versus wade we hear this court this case and you say okay we agree to this or we don't agree to that or whatever but the the you know kind of trumpian politics gets in there and they're like, yep, we're going to just burn this thing down. No, you know, it's up to the states. And, you know, some states will send, you know, women to the gallows and other states will offer abortions on every corner, you know, you know, that kind of thing. You just work it out. But it's, um, you know, it's usually they kind of do a slow roll. And so he he's lost control. And what one thing that I heard that was interesting was that the so when they they did that ruling to say states have the right to make their own decision, the the people that were against that, the people that wanted Roe versus Wade to remain, they only had one argument. And it was the one that like, you know, this has been decided before. Right. And they were just arguing precedent and that's all they had. Yeah. Yeah. Starry decisis, whatever that I'm no lawyer. But so that was their only argument. So when these other people said all this other stuff, they were like, well, I guess you got us. And then this guy who I was listening to was saying, you know, typically in a court case, you would you would go after the you know the fact that wait your decision comes from you know some guy that made a decision in the 13th century and then mm-hmm. the way the you know Thomas Jefferson and and uh, George Washington you know those guys had slaves the women were second class citizens they couldn't vote they couldn't own property you know we don't live in that world anymore and so the the constitution is, is really out of touch with today's America. Not only do we not really agree with what those guys believe, but we're kind of, you know, uh, disgusted by it. You know, that yes, you know, but, a woman but, can't, a woman can't own land. I mean, they're, they're all the stuff they wrote was just to keep from having another, uh, you know, George the third be their boss. And they, they didn't think that we would be as shitty as we are now. So that's, you know, that's the, that's the thing. But I think you're right, Danny, the politicians, I don't know, they could have made laws and shit. For if for guns, for abortion, for states' rights, for um, you know whether cops can freely shoot black people or not, any of that stuff, and they they don't because they don't seem to do shit. Yeah, you know, that's, that's my way. <coughs> Go ahead, Gil. you know we were just talking about how uh, uh, 
people are saying the abortion, your right for, to an abortion is not in the Constitution. The word isn't there. That's true. But a lot of people don't realize is the Second Amendment. Um, it does not mean you have a right to have guns. It says you have a right to bear arms, right? Which means yeah. you have a right to wear a tank top anytime you want. That's what they meant. <laughs> <laughs> so I would rather see some people carrying a gun than wearing a sleeveless shirt. <laughs> some people, yeah. Or you wouldn't got the be, guy that does both. Wouldn't that be know? funny if Ooh, that's what that's they actually funny. meant? Yeah, no, yeah. no, not guns. <laughs> not <you idiot>. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're allowed to show your arms. This is a fucking um, 1700s. It was it was hot. We didn't have AC. These wigs, there's powders everywhere. But going back, don't you think that yeah, the Thomas Jeffersons and the Adam John Adams and all those guys were you know, first of all, they were most of them were if I'm not mistaken were atheist, right? They didn't they didn't follow. They were from what I understand, they did not. I don't know that you know follow any particular religion. But uh, regardless, I think they were certainly aware enough from their experience. That they did not want the church to be involved in their government. That was part of the problem, yeah, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't understand, you know, why that's become such a big thing. And they knew, I think that I think these guys, when they made the constitution, knew that you could ratify it. You could add amendments to it because yes, they women were, you know, were weren't equals, blacks weren't equals, but this is why they 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 had this was set up this way so that. Right. When a society would go right and, and develop and, and grow and move forward, you would could ratify and say, hey, listen, you know, I didn't you know, I can't see the future. But, oh, I see, you know, we need to change this. We need to make this part of the Constitution. That's the beauty of the Constitution. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I don't think people see that. And I had an interesting conversation, you know, and I, I haven't really spent much time doing the research, but somebody said to me once. Uh, or this person said, um, we're not a democracy, we're a constitutional republic. Okay. We got, and so I'm like, I don't understand what that means. I mean, I understand what a constitutional republic is. I guess we're a, a, a group of people that are under one constitution, right? And that's how we govern. But isn't the democracy, isn't that what we're striving for. We want the freedoms that's right, that comes with having this structure of a republic that has a constitution. That's what we, you know, and there's going to be times when we don't realize or, at the, or when we do realize, hey, this person or this doesn't give us that freedom that we need because that's what we were founded on, being free. Was it not? That's all yeah. I'm yeah, so, I, when I, I look up, I look up constitutional republic, and it says it's a it's a state where the chief executive and representatives are elected, and the rules are set down in a written constitution. It's kind of designed to present to you know kind of prevent to prevent tyranny. So the idea is you elect these people; they kind of offset each other with a balance power. That's a constitutional republic. So yeah, okay, kind so of, what's kind of boring, but it seems like that's what it is. Okay, but what is that then not a democracy? Because isn't I mean, I, I it doesn't have to be one or the other. I thought, you know, I thought isn't a, a democracy, democracy means rule by the people. Oh, okay. That's funny. The I didn't think it the, meant people, the people decide the laws and changes to the laws. Like I think uh, maybe ancient Greece was a, was a democracy. Okay, so isn't that 
kind of what I was saying is that, you know, I mean, if you're going to have these body of electors or, or whatever, they're, where are they coming from? They're coming. Well, from, you should have yeah, the freedom well, so, to do that. Yeah. So democracy is, is like a big headline, headline ruled by the people. Then you have a direct democracy, which is the people meet to decide about new laws and changes to existing ones. So we don't do that because there's too many people to meet. Right. And then there's where people elect their leaders and the leaders make decisions. That's a representative democracy. Um, you know, usually and people have office until they die, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, see, that's say, where power is in the hands of a single person is a dictatorship. Democracy is the opposite of a dicta dictatorship. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's so, re so again, read what's a constitutional republic. What was that again? Constitutional Republic is a state where the chief executive and representatives are elected and the rules are set down by written constitution. The head of state and other representatives are elected, but they don't have uncontrolled power. Their power is limited by the constitution. If there's dispute about what the constitution means, it's decided by a court system that's independent from the representatives. Okay. Uh, and they have rep separations of power. Um, you know, it's supposed to be against a tyranny, that kind of stuff. Constitutional monarchies are a special case, even though the monarch is not elected, the people still elect other governing, governing bodies. Maybe that's what England is. I don't know. Yeah. So there's my, there's my political science lesson for the day. Well, see now that, that, that brings us to that whole Clarence Thomas, Jenny Thomas thing is because the minute that she started saying yeah. political stuff at, on, on January 6th, basically doesn't that attack that constitutional republic or that approach right to how we are how 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 we are governed or how we are judged yeah. and that's why there's a there's a big brouhaha and i agree it's like wait a minute you you got a certain responsibility right yes you're a citizen and you get to vote and you get to put that out there but once you have influence because of your position or your husband's position right then you're then you you are you are null and vo voiding that yeah. separation of power yeah. well he's he's gonna say um i'm gonna do whatever it takes to remain on the supreme court my wife and i never have these kind of discussions whatever she does is her own business and she you know, remember she wanted to get in front of the january 6th committee and tell how insane she was and now she's she's backing down from her bold claims of you know, clearing everything. But I found that quote from him and it was Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas told his law clerks he intended to serve on the highest court of the land to make the lives of liberals miserable, according to a 1993 report from the New York Times. Well, he's so, succeeding. Yeah. Mission so, accomplished. I mean, you're, you're, yeah, I mean, you're right, Danny. It, they're supposed to be judges and they're supposed to be objective. And if something they personally believe in is going to be wrong because the case is bad or the writing is whatever they they're supposed to say oh yeah i guess you can still have abortions in in that case even though the pope told me to do otherwise and um we we want them to do that but i think you know i was thinking it was a lot like um when in 2016 when we were you know voting for trump i we we all went out and had dinner with a a washington insider at the time this guy you know older guy and um, and I said, come on, man, you Donald Trump seems like a freak. Are you really going to vote for him instead of voting for the Democrats? Because you're a lifelong Republican and you hate Democrats. And that's the way it is in Washington, D.C. And he said, well, while I don't agree that Donald Trump is a good candidate, 
I am sure he will surround himself with people that will help guide him the right way. And unfortunately (laughs) for that older gentleman, he was incorrect. And they all should have fucking voted for any other Republican. I read a thing this morning that said if the uh, some lawyer that works Donald Trump's campaign is like if in 2022, if we elect, you know, tons of Republicans to the Senate and the House and all that kind of stuff, they're going to vote to uh, reinstate Trump as president. Like, you know, Biden stole the election. We're going to take some electors back and ta-da. I mean, it's crazy, but I mean, that's, you know, that's what we're dealing with. Just it's nuts. It's scary. Really, really. Yeah. And also, I mean, it's funny when you were talking about the um, Washington insider, you know, it's, it's funny how they, people say that, you know, that's, you know, he, he, you know, it's not just one man. It's blah, blah, blah. You know, let's be, let's, let's call it what it is. Nobody wanted Hillary in there. That was yeah. it for more than anything. Right. Let's right. Do, I mean, come right. on. We know, I cannot believe that any educated, any person that spent any time in, 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 in reading, you know, around Trump or watching, you know, and supposedly, and especially anybody that's a Washington insider, you know, that, it's it's easily corrupted it's easily influenced right so this was all about i don't want a clinton in office i don't want a woman and i especially don't want hillary because for all the the hateful reasons but also i think that if she because i think she would have been fantastic you know she would have pissed off a lot of people but she's too smart she knows the game she knows and she's got the relationships Right. And she could have. Yeah. I mean, I, has she done some shady shit? Absolutely. Right. There's no doubt about it. But I think she would have moved the country forward. Right. But it isn't about that. And that's what bothers me. It's about I want my guy in power or I want my person in power. So I get to do yeah. what I want to do. Well, I mean, it's, right. it is. Right. Yeah. It's all about it's about money. It's about, you know, the the feelings of the people. I mean, the you know, if you look at the the real hardcore QAnon Trump supporter and, you know, all that kind of stuff, like the crazy lady that lives down the road from me, they're they're unhappy about how things are going. You know, mm-hmm. they they want more freedom for themselves and they want more rules on the yeah. minorities. Like, you know, how dare you come into our country and die in the back of an 18 wheeler? you know, and the, these people are coming to take all of our jobs and, you know, just all this, this rant of stuff they're unhappy about. And the Republicans are like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to fix that through, you know, brutality and more guns and, you know, proclaiming Jesus's word at every street corner. And the liberals yeah. are, I'm, I'm going to make a stern tweet about how disappointed I am in all of this. <laughs> and that's, and that's it. I've been, I've been on Twitter, you know, a little bit more lately, yeah. just you know, running our account and insulting people and things like that. Cause that's what you do on Twitter. <laughs> and, um, got to get, me I one get of those. really, I get really crazy when I see, you know, our senators or, you know, Nancy Pelosi or, you know, Joe Biden or any of these people on Twitter, like, I'm issuing this stern tweet expressing my disappointment and that we are going to work hard to change this thing. And my first instinct to type, which I 100% of the time do, is why the hell haven't you done anything till now? Why should we believe you? You might be too old to be in politics anymore. Yeah. 
granny because I mean, you know, when I see a photo of you, I see a picture of somebody in a home and, um, I yeah. didn't realize AOC is not old enough yet to run for president. Do you know that? Yep. She's not 35 yet. Yeah. Yikes. Wow. That's, that's the, we need, we need some youth in there. And I, and you know, we're talking to Danny about, you know, electing Hillary or not, or whatever, you know, maybe if they had elected Hillary, we'd be in a civil war because all these, you know, uh, gravy seals would have been so mad that they would really start shooting a lot of people all the time, rather than thinking that they, you know, they had a chance to get their white supremacist ways with Donald Trump. But, um, I, I just really I'm disappointed in the whole thing. Like, you know, you have a Democrat running for president. You have a Republican running for president. You don't really like either of them because they're politicians and who likes politicians. But, you know, you, yeah. you feel like they could not do something terrible. And like all the you know, Trump's tweets and insulting everybody all the time and firing chiefs of staff at, you know, at the drop of a hat or whatever. He was he was an embarrassment to America, I think. And for these people mm-hmm. to be like, he's the greatest president we ever had. I'm like, you're a, you're a interesting kind of stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then, and, and to moving forward, you know, he ain't going to live forever. So my concern is what young. Yeah. Marjorie Taylor green becomes your president. Yeah. Or, nor that other Oof. one, that, that, that one, that. Uh, Obert. No, the guy. Who, Ron DeSantis in Florida. He Get, scares me. Gates. Yeah. Matt no, Gates. Gates. Yeah. Is that his Ooh, the name? Guy, the guy with one eye. That, uh, that, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Congressional no, no. guy. No. Boy, did you see him get attacked? Oh, yeah. At an yeah. airport? They were screaming at, screaming at him. Hey, I patch McCain. Yeah. Screaming. Did anybody him. whip his ass? That's, that's the thing. Like, you, these, he didn't really, he, they're mad at him huh. because he didn't, didn't, vote on Trump's side about something, you know? Yeah. I just, I just worry about the young, the, the young people that are coming up through the Republican party because they've definitely taken uh, a page out of the, the, the Trump playbook. Right. Mm-hmm. So now it's not about, you know, a youthful look at what needs to be right and wrong. It's all about how do I stay, get in power, keep in power yeah. and control and just control at all costs at all costs. You know, and I don't know. I don't know if the, if the Democrats are going to have anybody. That, I mean, you know, who was, you know, it was going to be Tim Kaine, the vice president. What I mean, what is this guy going to do? I mean, you know, he's a great, you know, does a great job for his state and whatever. But, you know, you need some people in there. Yeah. I also like I, I it still it really still boggles my mind how many people really don't like women in power. Sure. Well, I mean, is, isn't that what the whole, uh, I don't know, the church is about? I, I guess. I don't. I, Maybe. I, don't, I, I mean, you can't have a lady pope or priest or any of that kind of stuff. They've got a definitely not a lady admiral. You're not going to in our lifetime. We're not going to see that right in the army. Well, aren't admirals in the Navy? Yeah. Are you just saying that there's are they? I thought admiral was that you can be an admiral in any armed forces no the admiral oh, is the navy a general oh, is the army and uh, uh i don't know air force i Marines just learned too. something i didn't know all these years but, I, I no, thought, wait wait why are you why are you saying that women can't be commanders because the what makes you i'm not I, i'm just saying admiral? i'm just i'm just saying the powers that be are never going to promote them to that level hmm 
I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying I'd be surprised if they. So there's not a lady general or a lady admiral now. There's not. Well, I mean, what what I country? What I've, country? I've never seen about? it. Well, the United States, Mister. Oh, okay. Because uh, there's Admiral and <laughs> we talking about Wemis Lithuania. <laughs> no, the Jamaican. Oh, uh, I love that. She's, I yeah, love she's Navy. Jamaica had that. Let me see. Let me see if I can find another one. I just I'm how many it really how many, quick. Jamaica.com is kind of slow. <laughs> like yeah, somebody in charge of of the, the, the Pentagon airports. is what yeah. I mean. It, 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 in our lifetime, it won't be a woman, I don't think. Well, you know, women aren't supposed to, you know, be on the battlefield unless yeah. it, unless you're Wonder Woman, yeah. unless you're Gal Gadot. No. Who, by the way, is fantastic leader. Okay. Lori Robinson. Uh oh. Here we go. Is a U.S. Air Force general who served as the commander of North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD, and the United States Northern Command, becoming the highest ranking woman in the United States military history. I stand corrected. Make her president. That'll be great. I'll vote for her. Yeah. See, Lieutenant, a three-star Lieutenant General was Ann Dunwoody in 2005. She became the, uh, the Army's top-ranking female. Biden names two women generals to lead military commands. Four-star Gen- Air Force four-star General Jacqueline Van Ovost, the only active-duty woman to currently hold the rank of four-star general. Wow. Um, yeah, Good so they're, they're, they're doing that. I yeah. think the Navy, I mean, I was Navy's mostly, mostly like dudes on a ship, you know. Yeah. Like I mean, they got. I hope little, you know. I think well, we're in trouble if they're so yeah. stupid. They're driving around in a Datsun. Yeah. Well, no. We're the no. Navy, aren't we? Yeah, we're, they're Winnebago. We a, a lot of time in a submarine. <laughs> oh right. Other, yeah. you know, those kind of things. I don't know. Oh wow. But yeah, no, I think women. I think women probably would be better um, at a lot of military stuff than guys. You know, I, have I, a little, have a little compassion, or you know, think twice before you kill somebody. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or as, a, as an elected official, if they're not, I mean, if they're educated, you know, and, and also uh, I think that they, the problem, I, I, the problem is the voters, the yes, voters, the is. voters that are educated, have a job, they can't show up to work or that kind of stuff. The people that vote are like the, the baby boomers tottering in there to, you know, elect their high school classmate from the class right, of 1921. Right. And yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what we get. So it'd, be nice, it'd be nice if all the college kids said, you know what, I'm I'm actually angry enough to, to fucking get out of bed and go vote or fill out my form or whatever, rather than, oh, man, it doesn't matter. Let's uh, let's yeah. let's watch another episode of Beavis and Butthead. Did you guys feel a little different this Fourth of July or was it kind of just yeah the same, you know? Yeah, I felt a little different. Yeah, I, I watched. The fireworks sort of not tongue in cheek, but but uh, from the perspective of, of should we celebrate? Should we? It's it not sem- working right now. You know, it, that's what yeah. I felt. It did seem empty. It's yeah. it, 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 it's it's a send, for me. It was kind of an empty ceremony. Yeah, you know, I and felt I got, nothing nothing patriotic. Not, not at all. Damn thing. And I know, you know, I think, you know, some people that are friends, some of our friends may be going, you know, isn't celebrate, isn't this a great country? And, you know, and, you know, this is a moment to reflect and all that. And I'm, and, and over the big picture, not just what's happened in the last month or the last two years or whatever, 
but I, I did feel like it's kind of, you know what? I really could do without this ceremony, this celebration and get yeah. back to what it really meant. You know, what independence right. really means because right. it didn't feel free to me. Right. It didn't yeah. feel, and I'm not talking about abortion, by the way, that's not, you know, it's just, everything is not, it doesn't seem like it's free. Like freedom is there. Yeah. For me, it's more the, uh, the exposure of how, crooked it, it can it can all be yeah like all this stuff that's showing up in the hearings now it's like what what and kind of blows watergate out of the water doesn't it yeah and and it's not there's too much media telling us how shitty everything is and there's no media telling us that these people are working to make it better i mean we're not politicians we can't get you know we can't stop somebody from doing something bad or get somebody to do something good. We're just, we're just paying, you know, $7 a gallon for gas and wondering how, you know, how much more is bacon going to be, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, we're the yeah. whole, the whole country yeah. is quietly suffering and the politicians do a great job of saying it's the other side's fault. You know, I, I know. am issuing yeah. a stern tweet because Mitch McConnell yeah. is not doing whatever. And he said, well, you know, I made a promise to the American people to save 30 billion un unbirthed babies. And, that, and that's all. And we did it. Yeah. And who cares yeah. about anything else? We're saving lives. It's what Jesus wanted. Right. And so right. You, you get, you know, the politicians are dividing us and you, you know, you get you get together with the, the weirdest red hat wearing guy. And you probably have more in common than you have not in common. That guy and us, neither one of us are having any abortions and right. we're all wishing something was better. I mean, we just, yeah. We're, yeah. one, one group's following the Steelers, other groups following the Cowboys. I mean, that's, right. that's all it is. And, and, and damn Facebook just turns everybody into a, you know, or Twitter, which is even worse. You know, you just shout at people. You're an idiot. You're an, yeah. You know. Yeah, this buddy of mine that you know I was telling about earlier that we have these conversations. He he's one of those guys, and I don't know if you if you you know growing up kind of outside the deep south like I did. I don't you you find these people that use very prescribed logic to try to convince you that you are wrong. Like if you know one of my things I tell him is like you know I don't I don't think that the Bible is the literal word of God. I think it's a bunch of metaphorical stories that are supposed to teach us a lesson. Like, I don't think that everybody on earth was killed. And this one dude got a big boat and put everything in it, you know, and, and in 4,000 years, all those animals repopulated the earth and the damn dinosaurs didn't get on. And so, you know, they're all done. I, I don't, I don't buy that as actual. Well, you should. Cause, fact. cause the theme park is in Tennessee, isn't it? Not that it has I think it's in Kentucky. Down. Yeah. Well, it's Kentucky. Greatest, and I think you're missing yeah. a golden opportunity to get educated on the real things of life. The real, anyway, yeah, the earth is only 6,000 years old and all this stuff's real. So when course. I, when I, when I tell him that, cause I tell him that all the time, he launches into this kind of, pseudo logic like well don't you also believe or we can both agree that whatever and it's like these talking points that he tries to get you to to do something and so it's like you know with abortion it's like well don't you aren't you the kind of person that believes that 60 million you know fetal murders per year is wrong and i'm like well where do you get 60 million from you know and do you think that anybody out there is gleefully going and getting an abortion. I mean, it's kind of awful 
So if you, yeah. if you need it, there's a, there's a reason behind it. Right. And, you know, we were talking about politics and stuff. And, and I realized that there, there are websites out there that say, okay, when you are faced with someone and you're having a, a, an argument about abortion and you're talking about science versus philosophy or religion and someone is saying, well, we trust the science. And you say, well, shouldn't we also trust philosophical thought and religion? And they say, no, it's science. I mean, this uh, six week old, uh, you know, fetus cannot live on its own, you know, doesn't have a heart. They're just uh, you know, electrical impulses. And in this website, he sent me, there are these talking points that when they say that, then question them about, you know, is if science is the ultimate whatever, then, you know, then this other stuff. And I'm like, oh, you guys have a playbook for trying to talk about your crazy in a way that makes it make sense because mm -hmm. it is crazy and you have to use kind of ling linguistic tricks to try to trap other people, you know, maybe small brained individuals. And, you know, well, you, I guess you're right. I guess everyone agrees that, you know, reproduction is the first step to becoming a human. Well, I, I guess I can agree on that. And then the next thing you know, you're handling snakes and, and whaling and, <laughs> and that kind of stuff. But when I, when I read this website, I'm like, well, fuck you. The, the whole thing of you need to have all this stuff written down to try to convince somebody like me I'm wrong is an indicator that, you, that they can't pick up that you are inherently wrong in your conclusions. And these people are just trying to do stuff to increase their power over women, over minorities, over the poor, whatever it is, like to just stay out of somebody else's business is not, is not in their mindset, right? I mean, they could just, I don't know, fucking shut up. Even yeah. though they talk about, but we don't want so much government. Yeah. Said, but boy, look at yeah, this. But the government is in the classroom in Florida. Don't say gay. <laughs> right. You know, and oh, we, we, we don't know what's going to happen. So if some woman comes in with a medical problem that might have to do with her hoo-ha, then um, yeah, wait until she's at death's doorstep and then you can do something, right? Because right. you, you can prove that her life was in danger and right. best of luck, you know, Man. or that, or that thing is that, do we talk about last week where the governor of South Dakota was talking about the, the 10 year old that yes. was, yeah, you know, she was pregnant and had to go to another state. And the governor said, well, I would hate for there to be two tragedies. tragedies. Right, yeah. right. I saw that. Yikes. Those folks are those folks are in for a world of hurt. Well, you think so? Yeah, I think we're going to need to open up. What's going to have to open up air? Them? Well, they're going to find out that they can't do in vitro fertilization anymore. They're going to find out that there are, um, you know, some medical things that come up in pregnancies that uh, need a need a medical procedure, but none of the doctors are going to do them because they don't want to go to prison for life. Right. So, you know, they're going to be like, well, you know, I voted for all this stuff, but well, this is me. We're talking about, I need, these I know services. My daughter needs these services. What, what the hell? So, you know, either yeah, we're going to see, I see what you mean. You know, I, I we're not going to see a bunch of high school cheerleaders having babies in high school. They're, they're still going to do the same thing they've always done, man. Well, and also too, when, you are in an environment that you don't have the resources to, to move forward, to have the abortion or whatever. And you start having these babies, right? These, these children, whether, and then what's going to happen 
to them, whether they go into the foster care system, the adoption system, whatever, or even worse, if they end up staying with the birth mother who has no business or experience or the mental capacity to, or they're 10 years old, exactly. Then what's going to happen is going to be, people are going to have to, somebody's going to have to take care of that. And that's going to be where it's going to hurt them because it's going to be on their financial aspect of it. Because if you think about it, you know, what somebody, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, and I don't mean necessarily, oh, well, somebody's going to step in and take care of these kids. No, what's going to happen? They're going to go through a corrupt or a broken foster care system, or they are going to eventually grow up to be old enough to leave whatever system they were and get molested by a priest, get molested or even worse, turn out to be, you know, drug addicts, criminals, whatever, which means it's going to, it's going to affect your bottom bottom line locally. And that's but what I, I see. see but I don't, I don't think that all these people who are insisting that people don't get abortions, I don't think they're going to give a shit about the, the, all the unwanted kids and, and the problems. They won't yeah. until it hurts them so financially. Then, so, then, so then why say, how is it going to hurt them financially? Because somebody is going to either have to take care of them, some liberal, some group, some church, some whatever. Right. And you just said liberals. Liberals aren't voting against abortion. So it ain't. It's going to hurt the liberals. It's not going to hurt the assholes that are voting. Oh, yeah. No, I, I talked. I talked to this this buddy of mine, and, and I'm like, well, there's you know 450 thousand kids in foster care. If all of a sudden you start you know having tons of you know red state babies on the market, are you going to adopt one? And he's like, well, I've already already have kids. And I'm like, yeah, but you're going to need to adopt more. You're going to need mm-hmm. to raise children mm-hmm. all the time. Well, you know, well, I don't, don't want to do that. You know, that kind of thing. I think what's going to well, happen. That's what I'm, that's my point. They're no, yeah. they're not going to give a shit. And it's just going to fall shit. on yeah. the fall on the liberals to deal with it. What I'm saying is that no, they're not going to give a shit. But in areas where it is conservatives and there's not liberals to pick up the slack or whatever, what is going to happen? These children are going to be poverty. So if you're in wherever you are and you're in a conservative area, you have this. 14 year old girl it has to have this baby. So now that baby along with the 14 is being is under the roof of the parents or the grandparents or whatever. Right. So, so where's the money going to come from that? So you're going to have to go into your, you know, your welfare system. Right. I mean, what, what are you going to do? I mean, they do it now. It happens. But again, the they're not going to give a shit. It's 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 they're not going to give a shit. They're, they will if they they'll vote it out or something. Yeah, but it, it, they can't vote about voting out. How are you going to let it starve? That's not going to happen. Or maybe it is. Maybe all these you know children that are made to be born will, yeah. like I said, be abused or starved to death. Okay. Or so killed. I've so I've got two things. Yeah, one of them is they could re they could resurrect the orphan train movement. I don't know if you're familiar with the orphan train. But the orphan train operated between 1854 and 1929, relocating about 250,000 children. Uh, the co-founders of the orphan train movement claimed these children were orphaned, abandoned, abused, or homeless. But it wasn't always true. They're mostly the children of new immigrants and the children of the poor and destitute families living in the eastern cities. And they moved them um, out to the you know unpopulated Midwest at the time for... Hmm. Um, you know, to, to work on farms, things like that. So I, here's what I think is going to happen. I think Jeff Bezos is running out of Amazon workers. So we're going to have all these children 
and they they sure. will be raised inside of an Amazon packing plant. And the ones that get to be really good, efficient, you know, working side by side with a robot, their little tiny hands picking up little tiny things from China and put them in little <laughs> tiny boxes, that kind of stuff. If they do a really good job of that, they can, you know, advance and get into the sunlight eventually, that kind of stuff. And if they don't do well, they'll be put into the industrial prison system complex where they can, you know, work out with their, their you know, uh, cellmates and that kind of stuff. And then they can go, you know, be on chain gangs to help uh, improve railroad system or something like that. Well, there's a, they're there's fixing a my potholes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, they're not fixing, they don't pave my damn street. They're paving everybody's street around here, except mine. I got to call the city and complain. Yeah. You know that, like, like they're doing your block and they're doing the mine's you know, done. Yeah, no, exactly. Mine, 25 years I've been here. It hasn't been done. Oh, wow. I've been going to get time for us. Yeah. They're going to get to you. No, I no, they're not. Are they doing, did they do your street? Uh, I, no, they haven't. I don't, have they since it? you've lived, since I mean, yeah, in the past 20 years, have you had your street paved? That's a very good question. I, I, I want to say yes, but boy, I just can't really remember. So maybe not. This is yeah. our second one since we bought the house. But well, also you guys, I live on a cul-de-sac, so I don't get the traffic. Yeah. True. True. You know, so maybe that's it. Yeah, no, we we just have you know we have all these uh, magnolia trees in our street and they just oh, they crack up the they crack up the pavement. So I called them and they come out and they just kind of scrape it and then some guy with a shovel put some asphalt and I'm like, hey man, when are you going to pave this thing? And he said, oh well, we were we started off in the west end of the city and we got about five streets and ran out of money. And I'm like, well, that ain't much of a plan. So now I see them doing you know other streets around here and I'm like, how'd they pick this one? You know. Yeah. Yeah, two yeah. blocks over from you, they did, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, you know, all over the place. They just don't do it. One, one of them, the street next to us uh, that goes down by the elementary school, I think that's a, that's a thoroughfare, and maybe the fire trucks use it, so they take a little better care of that street. I, I yeah, get that, yeah. but, you know, come on, pave the street. What am I paying wow. my taxes for? But anyway, yeah, there you go. Orphan trains right to Amazon warehouses, and uh, they got a plan for all this, and we're, and we're mm, going to be okay. Boy, we'll get a, we'll that's get a good our, plan. We'll get our, um, you know, hair. Is there scrunchies. any benefit benefit to the if I keep my Prime membership? Do, do I get an orphan? better orphan service? Oh yeah, you, yeah, that's right. Prime gets uh, Prime orphans. Those those are the ones <laughs> extra care. Them, yeah, they've proven themselves <laughs> to be sturdy workers over the holidays, which don't mean anything to them because they don't have any education or religion or anything like that. They're just living in the basement. You know, kind of like Lord of the, you know flies yeah, or whatever man. that book was they just kill each and if other you're and really really well liked you get the cushy job of putting those <laughs> bubble packs in yeah. the actual box you know those little airbags mm -hmm. that right. you put in there that's the job you want because it's not heavy yeah you know every once in a while you can go and play a joke on your fellow orphan and go pop them and scare them and oh, all yeah. that and, stuff. If, and if you're yeah if you're really sad <laughs> in your bunk slash cardboard box in the in that sub basement that somebody will give you a, a six by six uh, thing of bubbles and you can pop them to like help soothe yourself to sleep. And then there's maybe a, a seven-year-old will go over to a six-year-old and say, you know, do you mind reporting to me? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I am a up. bubble admiral. So you will <laughs> report to me. Yeah. On that uh, note, we should, should we pack up here? Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Great to talk to you. Nice to see you too, man. Yeah. yeah. Have a, Maybe have a good, we'll hang have a good out tonight weekend. or something, huh? Yeah. Where's everybody uh, going? I don't. I don't know. I was. I was thinking about going to the beach today. Yeah. I don't know. My. Uh. My it was my daughter's 
21st birthday yesterday. The little baby turned 21. Oh. Yep. She's in Florida with her boyfriend. And uh, so wow. is she going to get drunk tonight? I t- you know, we talked a little bit about alcohol. She's, you know, she's had a sip or two prior to turning 21, but she's, you yeah. know, whatever. And she's like, I don't know what I should, what I should order. And I'm like, well, if it's your, the first time using a legitimate ID to buy an alcoholic beverage, maybe you want to, you know, going to set the bar. What kind you know, are you a, are you a margarita? Are you a hurricane? Are you a scotch and soda? What's your, I mean, what do you think? And she's like, maybe oh, a Heineken, a prime mm-hmm. beer. There yeah, you go. I don't know. She she doesn't seem to be a big beer drinker. My other my other daughter, um, she appreciates the white claws. That's that's popular with the young people. What's that? It's like those. Um, you mean claws like this, or cl- yeah, white, claws on white, a legal document? White claws, like uh, my, my you know, fangs oh, like and my, claws, yeah, and that kind okay. of stuff. So it's like a you know, it's like a seltzer with some booze in it. Oh. And you and you can drink like four of them and still drive. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think if you guys gave up booze, you'd miss it? Do you drink enough that you'd be like, God, I yes. No, I, I tell you right now I'm on, I'm doing the no carb thing ever since the 4th of July. I, yeah. And it is, it's terrible. My wife went to the store and she's like, I bought you a hundred pounds of meat and cheese. It's disgusting. What made and you do this? So just, I don't know, just the, the way I feel and like, mm. uh, you know, I had that weird eye yeah. thing last Christmas and, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. when I take the, when I take the um, cholesterol medicine, it makes my joints and stuff hurt. So I'm just going to try to just try to do a reboot, you know, that kind of thing. But you're going to stop taking the statin. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it, it wasn't bad enough. Like, Oh, you're going to die. It's just like, Oh, right. everybody takes them. You should take them too. Right. Or, right. You know, that kind of thing. But um, no, I do really enjoy having a cold beer. You know, yeah, and uh, making those cocktails and all that kind of stuff. So, after the Fourth of July, I have all these really tasty beers just in the fridge facing me, and I'm like, man, I would like to have those, but I would also like some potato chips, and you know, you can't have all that when you do that. No, no, and I got this peach pie lying around here, and all all (laughs) that desserts we made. Not a single thing. I'm going and just eat a block of cheese. I have some. I have some some good tips for you, John, on all this. If you want them, yeah. I know the products to buy that are satiating and, and okay. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. I might do some of those. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right, fellas. Okay. Be well, be happy. Thank you for listening folks. And we'll catch you on the next one. Goodbye. You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through.